Welcome, sports fans, to the latest SNM production of the Sunday Night Sports Nerd Show. It is the most absurd 90 minutes of anything goes smack talk. <coughs> Every Sunday night, the sports nerd joins forces with three charismatic co-hosts who are a select group of sports nerds with attitudes that are known in Nerd Nation as the Rampart. We are four of the most loudmouth smack talking nerds around, coming at you with some sick rips and rants, which may be just enough to make you your pants. So listen up, Nerd Nation. Let's rise and welcome the legend himself. He is the founder, he is the host, and he is the star of the Sports Nerd Show. Coming to you live, straight out of Rachel, Florida, Scott, the Sports Nerd. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Sports Nerds. I am your host, Scott, the Sports Nerd, right along with the train behind me, and along with my co-host, Mr. Elliot Big E Lama, <laughs> Mafia Lifetime member, Mr. John G. Olson, and Ken, how about them Cowboys, Coslo? Uh, we will discuss the week that was in the world of sports. We are live each and every Sunday night hey, on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and on the blockchain for courtesy of Vim.tv. If you missed the live broadcast, you can watch the replays on Spotify, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, and on the blockchain via PD. Gentlemen, happy end of June. How y'all doing? Good to see you. Hi, Scott. Hi, John. <laughs> Hi, Scott. Hi, your boy. Hi, Elliot. Hi, Ken. Hi, Hi John. <laughs> Hi, we're, just, we're full of it tonight. I can tell. This is going to be one of those legendary episodes. It is going to be. Not give a shit and go. Hey, Anthony, good to see you. Anthony, <clears throat> Mr. Anthony P. Slate coming to us from Twitch. Yeah, Anthony, we're, we're thrilled, Anthony. If I were, if I were any more excited, I could not stand it. Yeah, it is the dog days of little June to July when nothing's really going on except baseball, but that's okay. Hey, um, in fun yeah, news, they announced that the WNBA All-Stars today. I didn't even think their season started, but apparently they've already named the All-Stars. They already the All-Star break, dude. Yeah. Been going for about six weeks now. Yeah. Oh, shows how much I know. <laughs> we don't talk much WNBA here. Every time I bring it up, you're like, "Oh God, what are you doing?" No, I don't those, know anything about it, dude. That's the thing. How about those Where's Los Cheryl Angeles? Scoop? How about those Los Angeles Angels going into Coors Field and kicking the crap out of Colorado? What they twenty-five to one. Twenty-five, 25 to one. Twenty-five to one. If they were to throw a solo home run in the eighth inning, it would have been twenty-five <laughs> to nothing. Yeah. Well, and if you want to piggyback on that. Florida kicked the shit out of LSU in the College World Series today, too. It was like 24 or nothing or something like that. Really? Yes, yeah, 24 to 4 was the final. Florida over LSU. 24 to 4? Yes. In wow. The World Series. Now, that, that that was game two, so they're going to have a game three because LSU won. Winner take all tomorrow night. Florida won the – LSU won the first game, right? Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically, no matter what the freaking score was, they're still tied 1-1. Yes, that's, right. <laughs> that's why baseball scores all can be marbles. a little, little lopsided at times, right? Deceptive. Like, yeah. It is deceptive. Yeah. It's like it doesn't matter if you win by one run or twenty; it still counts as a. It's a dub or an L. Yeah. Right. yeah. A big oh, shout out yeah. to Dave in uh, Threadcast for uh, for mentioning that the Rockies got embarrassed. That was <laughs> definitely one of the comments the already. Rockies have been embarrassed for a long time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> at home, no doubt too. Oh my that god! Well, wouldn't that be the place to launch shit? Is it okay. Cool? <laughs> Angels have any problem with it? That's the launch pad out there, man. For thirteen runs in the fourth inning, third or fourth inning. Oh, 
Madness. Madness. So, Scott. Yeah. How you doing? Good. Um, just to let you know uh, that I, I did post this on, on Leo Threads. Yeah. So, it, it is there's an official Threadcast for it, and there's already questions coming in. We have yep. some hot topics. I saw one. Okay. Uh, hang on one second. Where you, where Let's hear them. There's... <laughs> There's there's a gem from Forex Broker down in Australia about the uh, the Chicago uh, Blackhawks. We'll How long it's going to take for them to win with Bedard? Yes, but then read his next next. I gotta figure uh, this thing out. Mm -hmm. yeah. He also says also f Chicago. That's all. Uh, I'll hang well, up okay. and listen now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. How long do you think it'll take Chicago to actually win with uh, Connor Bedard? Yeah. First of all, we all agree. The next Connor time they Bedard win the President's win. Trophy. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Since they're the last one to win a cup with it. Dude, I don't know, man. I mean, look, I I'm part of a franchise. I'm part, like I'm, you know, I have a say in it. But my favorite team is the Oilers. You are loyalist to a franchise. I I'm lo I'm a loyalist. I'm loyal to the oil. Um, so we have basically two franchise players on our team for the past like eight years, six, seven mm -hmm. years. You need more than just one guy. Um, right. it's pretty evident, especially hockey is, is, is probably it's up there with football for like a team game, like right. basketball, you can win with three guys and then a couple scrubs off the bench baseball. You, sometimes you don't even know the guy who's battling eighth or ninth, right. uh, but hockey and football, I think are the, 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 the truest in North American sports, that is team sports. Yeah. So hockey, you need all four lines. You need right. all three defensive pairings. Yes. You need two really good goaltenders. Yes. So the piece is there. Connor Bedard apparently is the phenom. He's the next Connor McDavid, the next Wayne Gretzky. But next what does Chicago have around him? That's the question. They, they don't have anything because they've traded everything away and they got rid of salary. They dumped. So it's going to take time. It's yes. going to build up. So, you I know, mean, could they be the next Edmonton Oilers of the NHL as far as, you know, Close but no cigar. Not to not, not, to, not to bash your Oilers, John, but you got to miss. They, you it's know, okay. it is. We have. The, we'll always have the eighties. Correct. We'll yes. always have. Yeah, you always, yeah. you we'll always have Wayne Gretzky. Cups. So you know you that. Can't take, just like you can't take away the four cups from the Islanders. Sorry. Exactly. Can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't. That's a really good question. I I'd say. They're 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 a good five years at least. I was thinking five years too, at least. At least away. from being like. Contenders, yeah. Mm -hmm. Why did they got a good? Why did they got a good front office that can get guys around him? Because you know, I mean, your goal, the goaltending in Edmonton this year was really bad. Well, our goalie is up for the Calder Trophy tomorrow night. Hmm. I mean, Stuart Skinner had a fantastic regular season, so but he fell apart in the playoffs. Well, it was yeah, you know, it was. Well, yeah, it's hockey's weird with goalies. In the playoffs, because it's like when you catch a hot streak, you're on. Like, who was Aiden Hill? Who right. is that's the thing. That's, that, that's the thing that people don't understand, okay? And, they, and they, they refuse to remember and acknowledge is that what you do during the regular season don't mean shit when it comes to the playoffs. Just ask the Boston Bruins. Right. Yep. Okay. Well, and the Lightning a few years ago too, or the Tampa Bay Lightning. I was waiting for that. Can't forget those. You slump. You know what I'm saying? It just happens that way. Plain and simple, it just happens that way. You know, you can't. And that stands true for just about anything. It's not. 
And that's why I always go back to the old adage. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. Well, John, you'll be happy to know that I did vote for Connor McDavid as the NHL Player of the Year. I just want to let you know that on the SBC. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, dude, he had an unbelievable season. I yeah. mean, it was it was definitely yeah. – like, he's, he's going to win the Art Ross. He's yes. probably going to win the Ted Lindsay. I don't see why he wouldn't win the Hart. I mean, right. so – that's it's crazy, man. It's the the dude, and big shout out to Connor, man. He proposed to his longtime girlfriend yesterday. Cool, good Connor, for him. Yes, so there will be. Uh, and I don't know if you remember the last time a phenom in Edmonton got married. Uh, they shut down the entire city for Wayne Gretzky's wedding back in the eighties. Oh, like it was, it mm-hmm. was astronomical. So that'll probably happen again for Connor. But yeah, big shout out to him, man. Young kid, got his life ahead of him, you know. Wayman, Janet Jones. Janet Jones, yes, sir. Yep. So, it's cool, man. Their I mean, daughter is actually dating a good um, PGA Tour guy. Um, yeah. What's Dustin his name? Johnson. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Dating or aren't they married? They're, they're married. married. Yeah, they're married, yeah. Yeah, they're married. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's 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 cool, man. I'm 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 excited for this season coming up, man. I think I think the 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 awards are cool, but you know, I, I'm sure Connor and Leon, when Leon won, you know, the awards last, a couple years ago, they trade all of those for a Stanley Cup, man. They don't care. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Would. The big drama around Edmonton is like they're up for, you know, potential next summer, next summer, and then after that, both of their contracts are expiring. So. Everyone's like, "Oh, what are we gonna do? We're gonna lose. We're gonna lose Connor and Leon." It's like, no, think about it. Really think about it. First of all, these two are like best friends. It's like Jenny Malkin and Sidney Crosby. They know their best chance mm-hmm. to win anything is together and on this team. So they would have to go to another team, and another team would have to sign both of them. Can it happen? Sure. Welcome to Toronto. You know, I mean, not, the league's got more money. Not likely. <laughs> But it's not going to happen, right? I think I think they're Oilers for life. I think they'll probably re-sign even – they might even re-up their contract before this season even starts. Mm. And, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, you know, I I can't wait to see it. Well, so. and plus Connor and Drysaddle, they both like Ed being in Edmonton anyway. That's They like being there. They so. do. Yeah. They they're, do. yeah. They're gods in Edmonton. Oh yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy. It's you know they they have their number. Okay, the birds. Can I shoot yeah. the birds? Do you guys mind if I shoot? The I birds? Don't, you, if you got a BB gun, I don't mind, John. Yeah, yeah. Can, can I yet. shoot the birds, Tita? Can Just I shoot them? Rewind? My wife said sure. <laughs> you got you got a BB gun, John? You can you can help them with a BB gun. Oh, hey, they're Just entertaining, a, all right. That why you don't know. Okay, Colorado beat the Angels today, four to three. Guess what they got? A win. A win. <laughs> well, twenty-five to one, but yeah. they got the same thing the got yesterday. <laughs> I'll win. That's crazy. Hey, I, I got a kind of a scenario question for you. Oh boy, we're, we're talking about the President's Trophy. Yes, sir. Okay, let, let's play devil's advocate for a second. All right, say you have two teams. We'll say Edmonton and Las Vegas. Going head to head, neck and neck, or the top two teams in the league for the President's Trophy coming down to last like the last two weeks. Okay. Okay. Given the history of what has happened in the past, do you tank to get to keep it from winning the President's Trophy? Stay second. 
you willing to lose to lock up second place? Yeah. You want <laughs> to lose on purpose to keep from winning the president's trophy? Just to avoid that jinx? The way it's been happening, man. Don't remember, don't forget there was an 86-year jinx that went on over between the Boston Red Sox and the Yankees. Yeah. Before the Red Sox won another World Series. You know what I'm saying? So and we we won that World Series as a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the first one to do it, right? Mm, I cannot swear to that. Okay. It may have happened before. I, I think maybe the Angels did in 2002. 2002 against the Giants. Yeah. 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 I think they did. Yeah. All right. So the Red Sox did it, what, two years later? Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's just, food, it's just food for thought. I mean, given the, given the history... Not going well. Do we really want this president's trophy? <laughs> well, notice how notice how like nowadays wild cards are doing good when they get into yeah. the postseason. You know what I'm saying? It is, it is definitely the hottest eight team. Seeds, eight seeds are doing good getting into the yeah. into the finals and stuff like that. Yeah, like they get Miami this year, right? I was, so, I was doing a little bit of research last night again, or just early this morning. How many and, points did Florida finish behind Boston? Like forty a lot, dozens, twenty, oh, dude. 20, 20, 20. Yeah. It was forty-three actually. It was one thirty-five to ninety-two. Ooh. Oh wow, wow, forty-three wow. points. Now is that a record? It's got to be close to one. <laughs> Proof positive: the regular season doesn't mean shit until you end. When the it playoffs start, everybody is zero-zero, and it's on. Also, yeah, I think that really happened in the NBA when, when the Heat beat the Bucks and then they the beat the Pistons. One, the only sport I think where the regular season matters is football. NFL. Yeah. NFL. Because yeah. what happens during the season can directly matters. impact what happens. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and not only that, but because the NFL only has 18 games in a season now or 17. 17. Games in a season, 17. Okay. That makes each win just like college college football. Each each game means something. Each game means something. Yes. Yeah. When um, you play eighty two and one hundred fifty two, that don't mean there there are exceptions to the rule, specifically the New York Giants, who went on a run at the end of the season, and as well as Pittsburgh when they won the Super Bowl in Detroit, they had to run win all their games on the road. They were a walker. Mm -hmm. they, they were a division winner. It, and why was that? Because they had a strong finish. Well, yeah, they had momentum going into the playoffs. They had a strong finish. And they had Jerome Bettis. You know, that too. Well, to be honest, John, Bettis had very little to do with Pittsburgh that oh, year. Oh, look at that. Look at the Browns fan critiquing the Steelers. <laughs> Heaven forbid. Throwing Pittsburgh shade. I know. I know. Who, who was the last uh, team to have the best record in the NFL and lose in the first round? I can't remember one. Doing it lately, not me either. I can't recall. I know Minnesota did it a few years back when they were fifteen and one. Well, they, 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 no, they, they lost the championship the game. They lost. They, the, they the lost to Atlanta. Then they yeah. lost to New Orleans that year. And no, they, was Atlanta. No, they lost to Atlanta yeah. in the, in the Atlanta, yeah. NFC Championship game. Yeah, that's okay. that because the missed kick, the missed kick yeah. by right. right. Who hadn't missed a kick all year? Right. Yeah. yeah. Morton Anderson. Right? Morton Anderson. Thank you, Morton Anderson. Morton Anderson, there you go. Wow. Um, but yeah, that was the last time that uh, I mean they were fifteen and one going to the playoffs and they lost. 
the divisional round to Atlanta, which had been a wild card team. So no, it wasn't the divisional round. It was the uh, NFC Championship game. Yes, correct. I'm sorry, Ken. You're right. Yes, because yes, I went got Atlanta to the Super Bowl. As far as losing by Denver. Well, first of all, the number one seed will never lose in the first round because they always get a buy. Yeah. Right. I'm so, talking about more or less their first game. Um, of course, they're all they have right. all their games at home. If they, I don't, you know, I don't remember Ken. I can't think off the top of my head. Uh, uh, I can't remember one losing their first playoff game. Um, because it would always be a divisional round game. It would not be a wild card. It'd be a divisional round. Um, but I, I don't recall the last time. I don't. Where are you, Brett Murphy? We need you. <laughs> oh, yes, Brett, I'm walking encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, so uh, let's see what's what's going on. Let's let's start with the NFL. So, yeah, NBA draft. Let's go NBA draft, guys. Okay, so that's that's a question from um, from Taskmaster in in Threadcast. He wants to know who's the big winner of, of the draft. Well, of say the draft. Tell me who won. But oh, okay, like, dude, this is the I thing. I wouldn't man. go that far, dude. Like, just they're already calling this guy the top ten NBA talent, like already. Right. Like, the dude is Not he's yet. this thick. Yes, He's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I can see his legs snapping in the first <laughs> attempt yeah, that, at a layup. That's always, that's always I mean, that's what happened with Greg Oden. Greg, Greg Oden when he was drafted by the- Greg Oden wasn't you know a toothpick. You know what? Close. This kid is something different. I, I've been watching a lot of his his uh, tape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh dude, it's something like, different. He's unbelievable. Now, because right, this thing with driving, don't text and drive, Brett. Don't do it. Anyway, go no. ahead. Um, <laughs> he can do things that not all big men can do. What is he? Seven foot five. They seven said. five. Yeah, I seven mean, and five. he's got and he's got game yeah. like a point. He plays like a point guard. Dude, he shoots. Mid. He shoots one one legged, running three point shots. Yes. Okay. The dirt. <laughs> Did you he see those, the picture of him room. with all the the San Antonio guys? Like he yeah. made he made Tim Duncan and David Robinson look like point guards. I know, mm-hmm. I know, right? Like he's yeah. he's huge. Yo, did you God, see him? Did you see him standing next to uh, Adam Silver? Adam Silver oh, is six foot three. <laughs> he towered over Adam Silver. He's got That's an eight man. foot wingspan, dude. Yeah, he's a freak. He is a total. Yeah, but yeah. Think, but, and his wingspan covers one end each end of the of the lane. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So and he just I guess do this and have the whole lane blocked. Yeah, this I mean let me tell you, this kid needs to bulk up. Okay. And he will. He but the NBA isn't up. isn't this interior ground and pound game anymore. No, it's not the it's 90s. It's more of a finesse shooting game. Right. So he, and and I'm sorry, but but all he needs to do is get on his tiptoes to dunk. I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. completely bulk him up, but I, if if he if he gets a little bit bigger, you know, in, in the what, top and everything, he's, he's gonna like be unstoppable. And with his hand on the baseball, yeah, it looked like, it looked like a, a ping pong ball in his hand. Yes, it looked like a golf yeah. ball. You know, last person I saw do that was Andre the Giant. <laughs> but here's the thing, and and, and here's another difference for Wimbenyama is he's going into he was probably. The best, it was the best situation for him to wind up with the San Antonio Spurs. Well, yeah, because he's co- being coached under Popovich, and he's, he's one of the Popovich, yeah. And not only that, but he's being he's being mentored by Robinson, Duncan, yep. Tim Obi, Duncan. 
Parker. Tony yeah, Parker. I saw him in a picture with Sean Elliott. Yeah. Tony Parker. Hey, just uh, sorry to. Uh, there's massive storms coming through right now, so if I. That's why. Okay. So yeah. Well, get you. Yay, Alberta. Thank you, Elon Tornadoes Musk. everywhere. Yay. Yes. Thank you, Elon Musk. I will never forget the uh, tornado that ran through Edmonton. Yeah, man. That was unreal. Black Friday, man. It's like there's DF5. only two F5. It was only two F5s in Canadian history. Yeah, one that was in one of them. Eli, Manitoba, and then the one in... in... So... Yeah, well, there, was, Clark, there was nine was tornadoes 80, here one day last week, man. Clark, that was uh, 87? 86, 87, yeah. 86, 87, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid, mid to late 80s. Yeah. Well, uh, to be honest, Karki, um, football mm. playoffs are one and done as opposed to other other sports where they're best of three, best of five, best of seven, whatever. One and done is football, right? So yeah, I mean it does make it, it does make a difference in the regular season because yes. home field advantage means a lot. You only yes, get one game. Yeah. yeah. You know, I get that. Which is probably why there was a question the other day. Which is the hardest of the four trophies to win? Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup. Hands Lord down. Stanley. Hands Amen. down. People made arguments for for the other that made sense as far as the percentage of teams that make the playoffs in each league. Okay, for instance, if that's the case, then baseball is the hardest to win because no, only forty percent of the teams in baseball. Baseball is nowhere near as physical as hockey is, and it's sixteen first sixteen. If you've got less teams making it, then that's going to be harder for a lot of teams to win. Okay. The more teams that make it, the better chance teams have other teams have to win. So I mean, there they could be argument made all over the place. Stanley Cup's not easy to win, okay? Especially if you have the best record. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, I don't think I, I just, to me, hockey, I think, and 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 baseball. I think are the hardest ones to win. Hmm. And that's because of the longevity of baseball. Right. 162 fucking games. Okay. Uh, that's, a lot. that's a lot of season. What do you gotta say about what are you gonna say to Brett, John? Well, this is kind of going back to the NBA stuff about who won the draft. But uh, Brett wants to know, uh, get on your soapbox. Everyone I work with is talking about how this current projected line, starting lineup for the Warriors is so great. My argument was that Toronto can hang. If not, could beat them now, right now? No, Toronto has no, no, not Brett, now. Brett, no, Brett, no. Pull, pull over yeah. and drop and, and drop the pipe, yo. <clears throat> pull over. And no, the pipe Warriors, down. Warriors by a billion. I mean, especially yeah. if, I mean, now CP three playing point. Let's just bring this up. Chris Paul was traded to the Warriors. Okay. Well, you yeah. know what Chris Paul's role is going to be. Leader, second team. But Ain't nobody taking be, away Steph Curry as, as the no, leader. No, but it's going to be no. a veteran presence. Steph going over to, to two guard. Here's the thing with Paul, okay, and and history has to has to has a lot to do with this. Recent history, okay, with him, all right, is that they're going to have to really concentrate on shaving down some of his minutes per game 
in order to try to keep them healthy for when the postseason comes around. And like I said, one of the biggest problems that the Warriors had this year is that when the front line came out, there was nobody to lead the second team. Jordan Poole is not that guy. And they traded, yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they traded him. him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the bullets got the, the bullets, and the that's why they got, got rid of Jordan. Yeah, he got cool bullets in the trade, <laughs> right? Who would you rather have run your second team, Jordan Poole or Chris Paul? Jordan, oh, Chris Paul, absolutely. Of Chris Paul, and I really. think that's where they're going to use him the most. He's got, he's probably going to come off the bench because I don't think he's going to break into the starting lineup. All right, but does, does Draymond Green resign with the with with he'll resign? Really? That's why they got that's how I they get don't out, need Draymond Green So that they can make room for, for Draymond Green. So I, I know Green wants to stay in, 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 in San Francisco, and I know that the Warriors want him to come back. Look, Poole's contract was supposed to kick in. His extension was supposed to kick in this year. Okay. That's $140 million on their, on their payroll that yeah. they just got rid of. Chris Paul, he's going to come for peanuts because of – Again, his recent inability to stay healthy and his he's, age. You gotta remember he's 38. 38. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's the same age as LeBron. Right. And 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 he would be smart. I mean, Golden State would be smart to use him more off the bench playing with the second team. Yeah. Because their first team's legit. Provided Draymond re-signs with the war with I think Golden he State. will. I think he will. I think they were banking on the fact that if they get rid of Poole, especially since the fact that Poole and Draymond didn't get along either. Yeah, they didn't like each other. You're right. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. The so fight. They just, they just basically had Draymond, look, we got rid of the motherfucker. We got enough money now to pay you. Let's go. Just saying. Well, Chris Paul adds another dimension to that Warriors team. And he will. You know, everybody, everybody in the West is now trying to gear up and try to try to beat the to where they can compete against the nuggets but here's the problem with chris paul playing with the warriors is that the warriors like playing up tempo chris paul likes to play slow down right okay that ain't gonna mix well with the first team okay he might be able to slow it down and control the pace when the second team is on the floor but that first team looks to run and gun all the time well yeah Look at it this way. Ten years ago, when he was twenty-eight, he could have maybe gone up and down. Yeah. Yeah. The thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah. Chris gonna... Paul isn't like a spring chicken anymore. Right. He's. He, he, you forget he's how not, long he's been in the league. And he's not he's hobbling, but uh, he's not as fast as he used to be. I think. Hmm. But look, like I said, he plays the entire regular season, max minutes the entire way, and then when he gets to the playoffs, he pulls a hamstring or. He, does this or does that. Why? Because he's not a spring chicken, like you said. Okay? We all, all us old people need rest every now and then. Right? <laughs> you know? We can't survive without it. And I think Chris Paul going, I think Chris Paul has his best chance to win a ring now. Oh, definitely. Okay? Yeah. Got down. And I knew he wasn't going to stay in Washington very long because that just wasn't in the cards. Okay, so. Last one to leave Washington and turn out the lights. Bradley Beal's already <laughs> well, gone. Porzingis is already gone. Is it Porzingis that's gone to the Porzingis is going to Boston? Porzingis to the Celtics, yeah. Yeah, Bradley, 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 Bradley Beal is gone. 
The Bradley, Bradley Beal to Phoenix. <laughs> that that hurt me. What, Just because I always had well, I always had dreams of Bradley Beal going to Toronto, like forever. Where, where did Bradley Beal go? Phoenix. Phoenix. That's Phoenix. A big Phoenix dream. <clears throat> Evan Booker, Kevin Durant, and Bradley Beal. Like this, this goes back to my whole point about like you don't need an entire te- team to win in the NBA. Like right. you need a decent bench and like some stats. And now it looks like there's a possible three tre- three team trade talk going on, where they're actually going to wind up getting rid of DeAndre Ayton. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and, and again, contract, Derek, Derek Rose, thirty-two million, dude. They Derek Rose is no, is no longer with the Knicks, so he, they, 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 Brett brought it up. He's going back to Chicago. Good lord, yeah, he'll finish off. Write it Chicago. down. Nope. <laughs> He's going back to the Bulls, so he can retire in Chicago. Sweet home, Chicago. Okay, yeah. especially if they're going to lose what's his name, uh, Zach Levine. Well, and also have to bring somebody in. Chicago's already said that Ball is going to be out next season. If I'm going to come oh, yeah, well, that yeah. Is, even even that news itself. Yeah, you know, remember his good. dad? <laughs> that seems so you long realize, ago. <laughs> you realize he hasn't played in a year and a half. I yeah. know. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm. Man. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, what what do you guys know about uh, Grady Dick? What, what do you know about this guy? He's uh, he apparently a rapper. Clothes. He wears he loves his clothes. Elton John look. Um, mm. What do you guys know about this? Apparently, he's he's, he's an very athletic, but he's never played high school or college basketball, so I don't know. Yeah. He must have had to provide him a pretty large extension cord to keep that suit lit up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he, he supposed to play at Kansas? He played Kansas, didn't he? I think the owners, are, I mean, the announcers are going to have a field day or. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That that name is just gonna trip all kinds of people up. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Dick Energy. That's gonna be the yeah. A slam by Dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a Dick slam. It's a Dick slam. Dick <laughs> slam. Nice, Elliot. Boy, Dick, Dick, Dick got dragged in the dirt that time. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, yes, Clarky. That's amazing to this day. It's amazing to this day. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I saw that. I saw Ice Cube complaining about it. I mean, this this is this is all all. There's there's me and me and Taskmaster, friend of the show, who's actually in the Threadcast. We yeah. talk about that on our podcast all the time. There's big controlling interests, and then there's everyone else. If anyone thinks that the NBA will ever like let another league take the shine, no, it's like it's not going to happen. No, it's like, do you think Facebook is going to fall in love with another social media platform? No, it's Facebook. The powers that be control the narrative and they're the ones that are going to be pumping whatever product they want in front of people. So it doesn't surprise me that that big three never got support. Let me say this. CBS broadcast today's get one of today's one of the three games. They have for several years now. CBS is broadcasting the games. Okay. So big three, big three, big three league. Yeah. Yeah, but who who's who does the broadcast for for the NBA? Is it still NBC? It, it's ESPN and ESPN and Yeah. So it's not CBS. No. no. Right. So CBS ESPN and Turner. ABC is a major network. It's a major network. I don't understand what. Yeah, what... I know, but what are they? It's a Sunday afternoon, middle of no one cares about sports mm-hmm. time of year. 
Yep. Like it's, you know, they'll put the CFL on now. I mean, you know, like that, that's the kind of competition you have for football these days or whatever sports. I mean, the, uh, they'll put all kinds of stuff. Dude. Yeah, TNT and NBA TV. You got it, bro. Right. That's all for. Yeah. Thanks. ABC Brad. and ESPN are the same thing, by the way. Dananant, Dananant. Yeah. Daddy. Hi, buddy. By the way, shout out to Kenny Main, who did his, did his last sports center last night. Okay. Really? Yep. Kenny Main has now left the ESPN. Neil Everett left too. Oh, I'm talking. I'm sorry, not Kenny Main. I met Neil Everett. I'm sorry, Alan. Okay. You're right. Neil Everett. I heard, <clears throat> heard ESPN let let a lot of guys go. Yeah. There's going to be they some real on-air talent. We don't know who they are yet. Uh, one of them is Keyshawn Johnson. Well, they've already they've already announced that that the morning show on Keyshawn J. Will and Max is gone. Yeah. Thank goodness. Max, <laughs> J. Will, and, and Keyshawn are all gone, which I don't hear. I, I, I'm actually happy about that. I miss. I actually know, started I, watching that show. I, I miss Golik and Green Hi. as the morning show. You're, you're welcome. I started watching it, and they canceled it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I miss I miss Green 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 Green. too. Yep. I'm um, hearing Keyshawn's going to take um, Shannon Sharp's place on. Um, That's Lashawn. Uh, Lashawn. Oh, Lashawn McCoy. Lashawn McCoy. Not yeah. Keyshawn's going to take McCoy, Shannon Sharp's place on. Um, no, uh, Lashawn McCoy. Lashawn, Lashawn, Lashawn McCoy. Not. Not Keyshawn. Keyshawn Johnson is not going to FS1. It's Lashawn no, it's, it's, it's Lashawn McCoy. I heard Keyshawn. Okay. I'll take your word. No. I saw LaShawn get into it with uh, one of his fellow pundits because they compared compared, uh, Josh Allen to Dak Prescott. And and LaShawn lost his mind. (laughs) It was pretty funny. I saw that. He's like, don't you ever put them in the same sentence. Don't you ever. The the same thing is, the quote that gave him made it sound <coughs> like uh, comparing Josh to Dak. I think he meant it the other way around, trying to compare well, he Dak. Probably to did, but the, and that's the way I read it. I read it as you know them saying that Dak Prescott might be better than Josh Allen. No, no, he's not. No, but, no, no, I don't think no. so. But like Josh it's, had, it's it's let's do let's do the tier. Let's do the tier. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, top of the food chain. Everyone can agree, right? Yeah. Like right now, I'm not saying all time. I'm saying right now, playing right now, active. currently. Tier one, Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Below that, this is where it gets interesting because some people will put Josh there, others people put Joe Burrow there. I'm gonna put, I'll put Joe there. I'll put Joe ahead of Josh just because Joe has the track record of actually getting Plus to he the has playoff success. He's had playoffs, so you know, yes. Josh, I'd say, is three. So I think it's it's top three would be Patrick, Joe, Josh. The rest you can discuss. Open <laughs> for discussion? Up, up for discussion. But would you guys agree with that three? Yes. yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Dak is like yeah. top 15, top 20. Dak's, Dak's a good quarterback. Right. He's sal- you know, serviceable. So he's good. He's just he's not like you know. And and Clarky, I agree. I think Aaron Rodgers a couple of years sure. ago, sure, but yeah. he's not a big game quarterback. Dak makes too many mistakes in, in yeah. the moment. He really does. Dak Dak has a actually has an excellent interception percentage. I mean, it's it's really low, 
But yeah. his problem is when he throws them. And it's yeah, it's the situation, situation in which he throws those interceptions as far as right. I mean, I mean I it's 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 clutch time. It's it's when right. you know when the driver is trying to try to win a game and he, he throws and he throws a pick. It's no. about when he throws those picks, not exactly and the, the number of picks he throws. When he throws them is, yes. is the key. You know, because he throws them at the most inopportune time. Tell me about it. All right. <laughs> um, as far as Brett's question of if the 49ers are, I think the the 49ers have the best overall defense in the NFL right now. I I I think CMC is gonna have another monster year. I think yep. their running backs are, you know, like mm-hmm. I this the it like the safeties argument like I saw I saw you see all this stuff on social media with all these guys that do the tiering and this that and third mm-hmm. I'm playing Homer here but the Bills are never mentioned it's almost mm-hmm. like they didn't they don't have this guy Micah Hyde and this other guy Jordan Poyer I mean for whatever reason oh and don't forget Teron Johnson as the nickel I mean what? it's just I don't get the disrespect that the Bills but I like it I actually like that they're getting slapped John man. Yes, please. It, it comes down to the, the usual shit. Market. Yeah. You guys are not in a humongous market. If you guys were playing down south in New York, that'd be a different yeah. story. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If you were Ron playing Yellow in New York City, there. that'd be a different story. Ron Yellow. Welcome, Ron. You're playing up in you're playing up there Hello. in the northern part of yeah, but, New York. Right, but but do markets matter? Like they do. I know in the big scheme of thing, if you're in if you're in La La Land or if you're in New York, you're in Dallas, though that's the, the hotbeds. But like, for example, the smallest market in the in the planet for professional sports is Green Bay, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. They don't have trouble filling the seats. They don't have trouble because of the way the well, NFL that's because is the well, because the, the their history. Not only the yeah. Okay, because you know the, what's the, the the history of the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? It's like whatever, but I mean, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, the ownership is looking at Daytona Speedway to play games <laughs> while they're refurbishing Jacksonville Stadium. Hey, wait a minute, Jacksonville Blake Bortles has two playoff wins. Isn't that as many as Dak Prescott has? Why can't they play in Orlando? <laughs> Blake Bortles. Orlando? Like Orlando. Orlando's <laughs> yeah, got a nice stadium. There are two stadiums in Orlando they can oh play God. in. This, the old Citrus Bowl and the stadium where UCF plays, which is right. called, I don't forget, Bright House Stadium or whatever it is. I thought I thought that was Citrus Bowl. No, the Citrus Bowl is on the west side of town, whereas Bright House Stadium where, the, where UCF plays is on campus, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, Orlando makes sense. I don't know why you would want to play a football game at Daytona International Speedway when it's so freaking huge and you can't really see anything. You know, I mean, they're gonna they, they're talking about playing it in the in playing in the infield, which means you're only going to see people in the front stretch. You're not going to nobody's going to be in the back stretch because they can't see shit. So I don't know. It's, they they tried that in another NASCAR uh, track. Oh, it was a college football game, and it was a total disaster. Was it, it was Bristol? A, huh? Wasn't it Bristol? I think it was Bristol, yeah. I think it was Bristol, and it was a total disaster. Yeah. Because um, you couldn't, like you said, you can't see anything. I mean, right. If you're in the middle, they're playing in the middle of the infield. And, boy. And, hey, Don, I got a question, buddy. Yes, Ron, sir. how you doing, buddy? How, how do... How do how did how does Buffalo deal with those three thousand fans that are leaving out in the cold with the music? Yeah, John. 
dude. It's it's again, like I said, it's Western New York logic. Like How let's let's. I mean, what, what are they gonna do? It's stupid, they dude. That, that whole that whole stadium has been a disaster since the first thing they said. Oh, let's not put a roof on it. Like that was just you knew it was just they were so out to lunch. They were trying to save money, nickel and dime, because they knew they had to go to the government, the state, to get money. They had to okay it with Orchard Park, and they. It's just a disaster, dude. There, it's, hey, it's, Ron, it's stupidity. Ron, stupidity. just to bring you up to speed on that question I just asked, the Buffalo Bills are constructing a new stadium. Okay, They have 63,000 season ticket holders, but the new stadium only holds 60,000. What are they going to do with the other three? They're going to ship them off to War Memorial Stadium. There you go. Old school. Yeah, it's. I don't I mean, know. Sometimes the bean counter is just surprising <laughs> shit out of me. It lets beans fall through the crack, right? It's <laughs> just, just ridiculous, man. Like whatever, doesn't matter. Who cares? And, and and for me, what you have to do is you have to look at the history. Uh, like these franchises have had strong season ticket bases for years. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't an anomaly where they have sixty three thousand. This right. is this yeah. has been a growing number for the last few years. Oh, so, even more I mean, so now. Yeah. But why would they make a stadium that doesn't hold the amount of ticket holders that they already have? Well, okay. not just that, but I mean, <laughs> so so they built a stadium that's smaller than the sixty three thousand. Where are the visiting team? Yeah, and you got oh, tickets going to sit. It's not just season ticket holders. You're going to get individual tickets as well. And it's right. not just that, but there's going to be players that want individual game tickets for yeah, families. That's what I mean. So it's not just 3,000 people that are going to be X'd out. What is what is the current yeah. Buffalo Stadium hold? 70. 70. 70. It's like 70. Yeah, I, I was about to call it the Ralph. Excuse me. Highmark Stadium. No, I'm not the Ralph. I mean, right. I mean, I mean, I Always still call the Ralph. Yeah, I mean, Emily Arena is still the Ice Palace to me. So I mean, it's a, it's the same thing. Come on, and it's Texas Stadium, not FedEx Field. I'm just saying, come on, or AT and T Stadium. Excuse me, AT and T. No, I got a fun story to talk about. Stuff Cowboys like that. Remind me, Ron will. I'll, he'll get a kick out of the story. Um, I got. Ron, we did bring up a NHL earlier um, okay. regarding um, how long it's going to take for Chicago to become competitive with the drafting of. And my my answer was the next time they win the president's trophy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, isn't that what? Uh, yeah, isn't that always the answer? They're going to be Jay competitive. The they're gonna be competitive the next time they're competitive. Right. Um, when we see all said about five years from now, when is when they're going to be competitive again? You know, the thing is, is that Chicago did this once before when they got to pick first overall and they chose Patrick Kane the following year, they won the Stanley Cup. So Chicago's done this before. Now, obviously, management has changed over the years. Player personnel have changed over the years. Do they have the right chemistry? Uh, Will the stars and the moon align for the Chicago Blackhawks? Eh, Probably not. But um, if, if you're looking for them to be competitive, I think that they need probably two, two good years of recruiting players. Uh, that's player trades, that may be free agency signings, and that's certainly, they got to go all in on Connor Bedard without question. They have to right. make that math. Yeah. So, 
We'll see what happens. I mean, I don't, I don't know. They'll probably make the postseason next year, but yeah, they. Um, I don't think that they'll go much farther. But then again, you don't need to be the President Cup trophy winner to make it to the Stanley Cup and do something. You just need to make it. You just need to be one of sixteen no. teams. If you want to win the Stanley Cup, you don't win the President's Trophy. Well, exactly. apparently, <laughs> mathema mathematically, three quarters of the teams that have won the President's Cup trophy in the last something like dozen years have not made it past the first round. Right. That's crazy. That's what we were talking about earlier. Or I mentioned that just a hypothetical uh, scenario. If you have two teams that were battling toward the end of the season for the President's Trophy, first place, much closer um, race than we had this year. If you're one of those teams, do you try to tank to keep from getting the president's trophy? Hmm. <laughs> well, we hear, we hear teams tanking all the time about getting the, the, uh, the draft lottery. The draft so I don't know, yeah. maybe that is something. Do we want um, to tank so we don't get the best record? Hmm. That's yeah. an interesting twist. <laughs> it really is. But you know, they don't have to make it so obvious, okay? They're guaranteed a playoff spot. They're going to rest some of their marquee players. Right. You can almost you can almost sell it. You can almost sell it that this is an opportunity for growth for the uh, for the Black Aces for those players that aren't necessarily going to see a lot of time on the ice during the postseason. And this is their last hurrah again to get ready and get the team well rested heading into the mm -hmm. postseason. Yeah, you lose one, you lose two, you lose three, and you don't win the President's Cup trophy. I don't think it's the end of the world. I mean, the President the President's Cup trophy is nothing more than a piece of hardware Correct. that really no team cares about. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. They don't care about winning their conference finals. The only piece of hardware they care about in the NHL is the Stanley Cup. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Going kind of expanding on that. Who won the Calder Cup this year? It's tomorrow. Oh, oh the Calder, yeah. Cup. Oh, that Calder, Calder Cup. Cup. Yeah, I, I have yeah. to double check on that one. Um, Patrick Kane has passed his prime. Yes, he's an unrestricted free agent. Uh, Brett Murphy is just asking a question in the chat. Um, I don't know. Um, general managers, there's there's kind of a little current under under the top of the water level, and that is general managers need to be smart um you don't want to be selling the farm on past their prime players that are unrestricted free agents like patrick kane this year i don't think patrick kane's going back to chicago i don't know that he's staying in new york i'm not sure if there's a team uh, that can afford him but at the same token you look at some of the teams and some of the roster moves that they've made. Are they are they going to gamble on a Patrick Kane? I look at the Vancouver Canucks and they get rid of uh, Ekman Larson, and you know maybe they've freed up a little bit of cap space that they can afford Patrick Kane for one year. There's talk about Milan Lucic getting offered a one-year contract. You know, there, there's there's a lot of players that are certainly past their prime that are unrestricted free agents. Um, and there's a handful of young guns. Uh, perhaps leading that pack is uh, Aiden Hill, the goaltender from the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas would, I think, with all of their goaltending woes that they've had, even though they hoisted the Stanley Cup, I think that they need to bring Hill in and, and sign him to a little bit of a contract. They have Jonathan Quick, don't they? 
They okay. do. I mean, they, they've got uh, Logan Thompson, who was injured. So mm -hmm. uh, that's how Aiden Hill ended up getting some uh, postseason right. play. Jonathan Quick, uh, did he even play a game in the postseason? If he did, I don't think he was so. in the first round. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think he did either. Yeah, no. If Jonathan did, Quick's kind of getting round. on up there in years, isn't he? He, he really is, um, you know, and, and that's that's the thing. Like I said, like there's just – there's so many – there's so many players that are like past their prime and are either looking at re-signing or becoming an unrestricted free agent. You look at Austin Matthews, he's not over the hill. Like that, that's not the comparison that I'm making here, but he's got one year left on his contract and he's refusing to sign anything. He wants to see what Toronto is going to do with the entry draft and the free agency signings before he makes that decision to sign on the bottom line. Austin Matthews may not be sticking around long in the Toronto Maple Leafs camp. Yeah. <laughs> Bring him to Tampa Bay. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ryan the Hershey Bears, Ken, are the, yeah. are the Cup winners. I'm sorry? Yeah, that's right. The Hershey Bears. Yeah, oh, the Hershey Bears won the Cup. Okay. Against the yeah. Coachella Valley something. Like, what the heck is that? Coachella Valley. 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 California. Sounds like we got weird names in the AHL. Come on. They're the it farm team like... for the Kraken, apparently. Yes. Yeah, it sounds like, uh, sounds like a place you're supposed to have an EDM, an electric yeah, dance uh, music much, yeah. festival. Right. Yes, exactly. All right. Anyways, um, yeah, it's I mean, this is what this this is the last couple of days before the NHL entry draft. It starts on Wednesday this year. Uh, they've got uh, their first day on Wednesday, the 28th. And then, of course, uh, free agency starts on Saturday, July the 1st. So this coming week is going to be uh, chock full of uh, uh, player announcements. Um, there's been a couple of small. I, I really don't think that they dented the headlines at all. Arizona Coyotes picked up Sean Drusey, who from the Los Angeles Kings in exchange for a second round pick, not this year, but next year. Yeah. Ryan Johansson from Nashville Predators has gone to Colorado in exchange for Alex Galchenyuk, uh, who's quickly becoming a suitcase player. Um, you know, there's been a few moves by Colorado here in the last couple of weeks, actually. They, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, they picked up uh, Olofsson from the Dallas Stars too, Ken. Oh. Wow. I had not heard that. Yeah. So that was earlier in the month. That was uh, that was probably a week or two weeks ago. Crazy. He, yeah. he, didn't, uh, yeah, he didn't have a lot of time playing. Um, no, I think he was more no. or less a third or fourth line player. Uh, he was, he was good. I mean, we're sure we'll miss him, but yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I mean, names that we're going to have to pay attention to. I guess the unrestricted free agency with the forwards uh, looks like. Uh, well, I guess the big one is actually a defenseman, Dmitry Orlov. He's expected to earn earn some big money, but outside of that, then you start. Um, you start hit and miss with uh, some of the players. Um, I mean, Ivan Barbashev is on that list. They think that he is, you know, top five as far as uh, free agency signings. Tyler Bertuzzi is in there as well. Um, uh, yeah. A couple of a uh, couple of Toronto Maple Leaf players. I think I mentioned Ryan O'Reilly. There's also um, um, all the Calgary Bunting. Flames. 
Nobody wants to sign in Calgary. I'm not sure if you're hearing <laughs> this or not. Dude, but Connor McDavid destroyed that franchise last playoffs. Like oh, literally yeah. ended that franchise. It's great. I, I love it. I, I think so. I mean. Um, I love it. All that oil Los money Angeles. and no one wants to come there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 Calgary. Uh, I mean, it's not as bad as Arizona, but Calgary is quickly becoming that team that is in and Canada. Calgary to what, Quebec City. We'll put we'll put them yeah. like in the new Nordiques. You mean yes. the <laughs> Yeah. The Colomus, the Coloscomy bag for Canada. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler Toffoli uh, is uh, one of the latest players from uh, the uh, Calgary Flames that says he's not planning on re-signing. <laughs> John's loving this. Dude, um, it's just but like and a lot of the oil fans on 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 Twitter was like, guys, be careful because we might have this to deal with 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 Connor and Leon in the next couple of years if they leave. Again, I just don't see Connor and Leon leaving. It's just they'll they're best friends. Like I said before you got on, Ron, I said they're best friends. They know their best chances to win together. They know that they will never be able to sign the contracts that they can in Edmonton elsewhere together. So I don't see and they don't and they actually like Edmonton. So I don't I don't see them no. leaving, but you know, Wayne Gretzky no, got traded, so anything's possible, right? Well, I mean, yeah, anything's true. Uh, but but that was also you know, I mean, yeah, I know that there was waterworks when Wayne Gretzky was traded, not just from uh, the fans, but from the player himself. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, Jenna Jones had a career in Los Angeles, and he made yeah. the decision that, uh, you know, for the last few years of his hockey career, he would play it out in, in an American market. Yeah. So and and, and, three he went to the top two markets, LA yeah. and New York. Well, the St. Louis was in there too. Don't forget St. Louis. That's right. Yeah. Well, Janet, uh, St. Louis is Janet's hometown. Exactly. So mm-hmm. you you know, like there, there's no question. <clears throat> Wayne, Wayne, Wayne controlled the narrative on all of that, and then made himself feel like you know I'm being traded. But everybody knows it was for Janet Jones. Um, yeah. Calgary Flames. The list of Calgary Flames players that have uh, publicly stated that they do not want to sign, they do not want to stay in Calgary. Elias Lindholm, Michael Backlund, uh, I mentioned Tyler Toffoli, and Noah Hannafin. <sighs> John loves it. He loves it. Yeah, I, you know, just, Come to just get, get Nazem Kadri out of there, and I'll be happy because I love me some <laughs> Nas, man. Yeah, and, and and I mean it. It hasn't been stated publicly by player management or um, uh, agent, but uh, it. Like I said, Milan Lucic is looking for a way out, and uh, there is talk of him ending up in Vancouver. He's from Vancouver. He's from Vancouver. Yeah. He said he would never play in Vancouver after 2011, after he won the uh, Stanley Cup with the Boston Bruins. But I mean, time time heals all wounds. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's crazy, man. Oh, I got a fun story. Go uh, we're talking about uh, stadiums, and, and Ron will get a kick out of this. So <clears throat> my, my kid is just like diehard San Jose Sharks fan. So one year, well, it was about eight years, nine years ago, we took a trip to the Bay Area, me and my kid. And that the reason was is because Edmonton was playing in, in San Jose. So we went down for the game. And he had to go see all of the deep history of the San Jose Sharks, and he had to go see the Cow Palace. Now, 
Hmm. For those who don't know, that's where the San Jose Sharks first started. That was their home arena when they got into the league in like right. 1993 mm-hmm. or whatever. Scott, they call it the Cow Palace because it's literally where they bought and sold cows. Yes. 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 It, it, like, and it looked, go Google it. It, it. Like, I couldn't believe it was actually a cow. Yeah. Palace. It even says it in the front. Cal Palace. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the. In the Bay Area, right? San San Francisco. It's a section of San Francisco. Yep. The the creepiest looking place I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) They played hockey there. Like, yeah. Let's see. They had the. Let me think. They had the 1956 one of the conventions there. Uh, they've had roller derby there. They've had basketball, hockey, wrestling. Um, they've had a little bit of rodeos, obviously. Um, stock shows. They've had a little bit of everything at the Cow Palace. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's at least close to 70 years old, I think, if not more. Yeah, yeah. It was built, built in 41, 44. 41, okay, yeah. yeah. Close to 80, then. Jeez, what a what Amazing. a place that was! Yeah. <laughs> the California yeah. Seals apparently refused to play in that building. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they played at the Oakland Alameda. Oakland Coliseum. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Where the Golden State Warriors play. Yep. Yeah. 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 I don't know that San Jose Sharks team. That one's a little bit of an anomaly. They they've. On paper, they're almost always a good team. True, Clarky. And and then that's as that's as far as it goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's too they bad. Hold, they hold, the, the Cow Palace hosts a lot of rodeos. So I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 If I think if I think about the history of the San Jose Sharks, I think one of the names I remember is Nikolai Hobby Bullen. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The Boolean Wall. Boolean Wall helped. Really, I think of him. I think of Boolean I think Wall, who was helped the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay and Edmonton. That's where yeah. I would say he's more Edmonton and and Tampa Bay. Yeah, like that. That's where I would put him. But it's well, funny. I mean, he, he started out in San Jose, though, didn't he? Yeah, but I'm saying like you you yeah, get these. Yeah, guys yeah I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, but yeah, it's crazy. Lots yeah, Bobby Bullen is a legend here in Tampa because of what he did for the Lightning back in 2004 when they won the mm-hmm. Cup the first time. Yeah. They beat the Flames, and we loved you for it. Thanks, man. Uh, you're welcome, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. I was at the Ice Palace when they won. I was outside watching it on watching it on uh, TV because they had a great big, big screen outside. I was watching it, and uh, so I was – Actually, at the arena, I wasn't inside, but I was outside when they won the cup. So, I believe we've heard that story about I four think five so, times. Yeah. 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 It's like this. He wants, like, I don't know what it is, but it's like, guess what they do in most cities with NHL teams? They put big TVs yeah. outside. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, do. they do now. I mean, it wasn't always the case. I can't but, remember the uh, first team I saw do that, but. Oh, dude! I remember when the 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 Blue Jays were were in the um in the World, in the series, World, yeah. World Series in ninety two ninety three. They used to pack Skydome on the yeah, away yeah. games. Yes, yeah. 
because they'd have the jumbotron and they would play the games that dude that was nuts yeah that was actually more fun than actually because i actually went to the world series game in 92 and 93 but i was there for the triple play that was the phantom triple play i was at that game uh did they open up uh, michael leaf gardens and uh, watch the game on the big screen there too no i don't think of the guards they do an acc or whatever it's called now whatever scotia something yeah. Um, but they don't, they didn't do that at the gardens because the gardens, the garden, <laughs> the gardens display was like something from like the 20s. Like it was just this. <laughs> oh, that's right. Like, I forgot. Like that's right. Thing. They would have these two white yeah. gloved hands. I forgot about flat. that. It was just, uh, it was, it was just a disaster. <laughs> there was no I video. I forgot about that. There. Yeah. I remember like, they had that, um, was a documentary on i think nbc about the maple leaf gardens and they talked about that i forgot about that what a what a building that was man Jeez. yeah Crazy. there's a there's a couple i mean obviously the forum in montreal yep yep, yep for sure man yeah all right, well, Catherine. all right well guys it's 8 30 it's time to close up shop for this week oh wait there a second before we go did we have enough to talk about for an hour? <laughs> Ron, yes, I don't know sir. how many countless times. We've always had Scott time for everything. Scott has come in. This is when we were doing the hour and a half show, too. What are we going to talk about? I don't think we could fill up all that time. It hasn't been one time where we haven't. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. When you get five guys Scott talking about sports. Larry Ward on the planet, dude. Yeah. yeah. We talked about the Cow Palace, Scott. I mean, yeah, that should tell you how deep Cow Palace will be worth getting up at four o'clock in the morning and putting on YouTube and, yeah. and watching yeah. the replay. Yeah. One, one conversation leads to another, and that's how you fill an hour to an hour and a half. Absolutely. Ron, <laughs> does, uh, does the uh, Tour de France start tomorrow? Hey, Tour de France starts next week. Next week. Okay. Yes. There it's Wimb is. Wimbledon starts tomorrow then. I believe so, yes. Bimbleton. All right. We're going to get uh, out of here. Uh, thank you to, so much for my co-hosts, uh, Mr. Elliot B. Yalamba, Ken Costello, John Olson, of course, and our special guest, Mr. Ron Gallo. Uh, always glad to have you on the show, Ron. Uh, Hell yeah. I want to uh, promote Ron Gallo to co-host. Really? <laughs> hey, he uh he makes things fun so hey yeah, yeah he does He'll never have trouble filling an hour's yeah. row in and he doesn't just know hockey folks he knows that's right knows hockey yes hockey hockey hockey, hockey. Right. hockey. Note, we're gonna get out of here thanks everybody that showed up we had a great time tonight um we'll see you next sunday at 7 30 p.m eastern time elliot hit the outro please well, there you have it, Nerd Nation. Another Sunday episode of the Sports Nerd Show in the books, and we are still alive to tell about it. Now, on behalf of our host, Scott, the Sports Nerd Wright, and his co-host, John Olson, Ken Costco, our lovable members in the Ramp Pack, and yes, me, Big E, the entire pack would once again like to thank you all for participating with us in the past 90 minutes of Sports Mac Talk on the web today. So until next Sunday night, dear nation, we would like to leave you with a quick PSA. Please stay safe. Please practice social distancing, and for heaven's sake, please wear a damn mask. You all just got hit with a pack ramp from the Rat Pack, and with that, fellas, we are out.